everybody to the Clear Tai Chi Mastermind meeting. We are recording this today on July 30th, 2021. And the uh, topic today is the three powers connections. Um, with us today is me, your resident host, uh, Richard Clear, and Matt Holker, the regional uh, uh, organizer for Maryville, Tennessee, outside of Knoxville. She, uh, Hello, hello. Sheila Bell in Costa Rica. She can tell you what parts. Hi, everybody. It's good to be here. Um, I'm located in Guanacaste, which is the northern Pacific um, province in Costa Rica. And I have classes in Laveria, in Playa Coco, and in Playa Panama. Good to be here. Chris Walsh in Maine. Yep. Hello, everyone. I'm in Hollowell, Maine, just outside of Augusta, Maine. Thank you, Sifu. Martin Shaw in Michigan. Hi, it's uh, the mid-Michigan area covering Grand Rapids and Lansing. Harry Leg in Verona, New Jersey, outside of New York City. Hello there, Sifu. Thank you very much. Good to be here. Ty Talbert in Colton, California, and some other areas he can tell you. You're on mute, Ty. You're on mute. Hello, everyone. As Sifu mentioned, I'm in Colton, California, and I teach throughout the Inland Empire. Welcome, welcome. Philip Chan in Columbus, Georgia. Hello, all. And Jim Kelly in Boca Raton, Florida. That's right. Sandwiched between the Fort Lauderdale, the yachting capital of the world, and West Palm Beach, the home of the PGA tournaments. <laughs> Life is rough. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Welcome. <laughs> the, uh, and one of our better favorite locations in January and February. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So today, uh, like I said, today, our, well, before we continue on, a word from our sponsor. So if you like some of what you're hearing about today or interested in more about what you're hearing about today, the, the, uh, we have the root of internal power because there is some rooting information there, but the bigger thing ultimately that really kind of gets into the whole aspect of it is either the three powers, uh, which we have, and that's in our clear Tai Chi intermediate online, or to get that and other things that pertain to that for your basics for internal power. It's the essential keys to internal power, which is at internalpowerkeys.com. Internal power keys. Dot com and there are other things that that you'll see in that that uh that you'll also like and yeah. i'm not saying a lot about it but I'll let him if you more. well if you really like you know if you really want to get into rooting there's that available and if you really want like a longer term clear uh, tai chi curriculum there's the clear tai chi online program but if you're really looking for that three powers connection and developing that more and getting that going on the essential keys of internal power is the course that we uh you know that that's the that's the biggest best way that we have put that out there um, and there's more in there than just three powers but the focus of it of the progression really is to get you that three powers connection and that's uh, again uh, internalpowerkeys.com cool all right so heaven and earth connection human beings in the middle and you're connecting in or plugging into heaven energy and earth energy and that sounds nebulous we're going to give you some idea of what we're talking about there and then and it's basically plugging into both those energies and then human being is in the middle and that energy mixes in you and now you've got that yin and yang aspect of the tai chi 
Um, what do the Tai Chi classics have to say about this? And there's a lot across a lot of different topics. Uh, I, I'm sorry, across a lot of different classics. But I really went and grabbed three very specific statements out of the Tai Chi classics talking about this. And one of them is make the chi sink calmly, then the chi gathers and permeates the bones. And there is a version of this in uh, Yang Chen Fu's 10 Essential Points, but there are other places in the classics where it talks about it too. Another, uh, another statement from the classics that pertains to this, and again, there are other ones as well, more than one teacher talks about this, and that is to make the whole body light and agile, suspend the head top, and suspend or connect the head top. Anyways, the other one is in training, you should be aware of the three treasures, heaven, earth, and humanity. When you do the form, you're in the middle, as high as heaven and as deep as the earth. When I'm like that, my chi is strong. And that's pronounced, that, that was actually said or written by Feng, I don't pronounce the last name right, Ji Jiang. And I'm sure I'm, I'm sure I'm massacring that last name, I apologize. But anyways, um, like that. And so benefits of rooting practice are it helps to get your uh, it helps to get your head together. If you're if you're rooting, dropping down into the ground, if you've got um, like scattered thoughts, um, a little bit uh, jumpy or um, high strung or nervous or just excited, agitated, whatever that might be, you start doing rooting practice. It kind of helps that come in and cal is calming and um, concentrating not concentrated not solidified but centering centered uh calmed um collected right and so it really helps with mental focus it also if you're standing correctly it stretches your spine as you drop because you're not dropping everything down so physically you're not really dropping that much or at all you're dropping a little bit if there's like tension or places that aren't don't have the proper uh, play in them. So it's not that you're extended on the up and down. So there's a little bit of physical sync, but then the rest of that sync is energetic and not physical. Right. And so that by doing that and doing that properly, you also get a stretch through your spine. That's, that's gentle, but it's there and it's really healthy for you. This also helps in your body for much better, deeper breathing and whole body respiration uh, and circulation with the air all the way through your whole system like that. Um, and then everybody here spent a fair amount of time rooting. Is there anything else that you've really found that rooting does for you that you've thought about in the way that we're kind of talking about it at the moment? I think I'll, I'll jump in here for a second and I'm sure maybe Ty will expand on it. But the uh, I know we joked a, a couple of times about the certain certain psychological or, or mental components of the rooting also uh, when you're very active and you're you're very aware of stimulus or outside uh, distractions I know we joked around about the the PTSD aspect of it you know by rooting you you're able to relax a lot of those extra senses that are constantly out there and and searching for for stimulus so i think that's uh that's been a very good uh, meditation uh for me with the police work and the 
you know, the, the, the constantly being on edge. So sometimes it's, it helps to do the rooting and the meditating and the relaxing. So cool. helps with that aspect. What Jim said. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So I know you work a lot with the PTSD folks too. When they do the rooting like that, do they find that that is a pleasant experience or not as much? No, they find it a very pleasant experience. And to add to that, if someone has gone and took, taken a look at the um, roadmap for Tai Chi, that quite often I'll have students that will think it's just a physical thing and uh, that it, it goes through all of those levels. Rooting is not just a physical, I dropped my body, okay, and now I've got the chi going, and then I've actually can you know, control that chi and then it becomes mental, and then it becomes spiritual. You root through all of those different levels. Cool. Yeah. Sheila? I would add in that it gives you um, a feeling of self-confidence um, because even though you're not, you're not quite as stimulated perhaps by the external um, happenings and, and, and yet you are more aware as uh, you know, you're, you're able to um, intercept <laughs> with absolute confidence, anything that's being, you know, thrown at you, so to speak. Yeah, I guess. Metaphorically or literally. <laughs> yeah. The, um, so one of the things to do there is to learn how to root and connect to the ground. Now you want to sink the chi itself. And so there's that. And then there's the getting it more and more and more. And so you get the rooting. And the trick there, the, the harder part I find for people is to get from where you're standing on top of the ground. Physically, you're going to continue to stand on top of the ground, hopefully. The, uh, and then energetically to get it to go below the ground. And one of the things one of my teachers was fond of saying when he would look at Tai Chi people is like, he's standing on top of the, he's standing on top of the ground. That's not it, right? And so he would always look and go, are they standing where they are down into the ground? And so you have to really, there's a couple of things that have to happen there. The, the bubbling wells on the bottom of the feet, which are the kidney one, they have to open. If you're like tense in the foot, and you're putting the pressure there and it's and it's shut then that's not going to go down into the ground so the kidney one actually has to open which is a pressure point there towards the center slightly towards the front but depending on the size of yours uh middle of the foot and then that has to open and spread out and relax so that the energy can go through like that and you have to be very aligned, well aligned, so that the because if you're not, then the energy is going to want to go other places and it won't go to the ground because it's too much, it's discombobulated through your body. It really has to be straight up and down in order to go down through you. And then you have to have really great structure for that. And then this relaxation and then this pouring aspect into the ground. And this is this is I'm talking about it for the way that a beginner would get it. And then usually we obviously hands-on let people feel it in order to help them duplicate. And then when you're any of the teachers here, if they were working with you and feeling you, it would be like, well, you're going to have to let your feet spread more. A lot of times we'll feel it in people's kidney ones are closed. And then there's some exercises to help to get those to, to be able to open and close so that you can then open them and move that energy 
down in the ground. The other thing that people do get concerned about usually for beginners is they're going, well, am I going to lose my energy that I, now that I've felt that? Am I going to put that down in the ground and it's gone? And it's no, it's your energy. It's actually magnetically essentially attached to you. And when you put it down on the ground, even if you take off, start walking, that energy follows you. Now you could drop it down in the ground and intentionally cut it, but that would be crazy. Why would, you know, you're not, you're not going to be like trying to throw away good, good, the good energy you have. And so nobody, nobody intelligently is going to do that. Um, but as long as you're not cutting that energy and it's just there like that, it can be out. And as soon as you, what, you know, then it's all back in and like that, including up out of the ground into you because it's your energy. It's attached to you. So it's not going anywhere, um, because of that. <laughs> all right. Any other thoughts on any of that? Go ahead. I, I just wanted to, um, last night during class, we went over, um, uh, carrying the cauldron and she sings to Don Tien and you, know, you just brought up, I wanted to talk to you uh, a little bit about it uh, on another venue, but since you just brought it up, the uh, she sings to Don Tien when you, when you're reaching around and gathering all the energy and then you go up on your, up on your toes or up on the balls of your feet. Mm -hmm. um, when I reviewed it, I, I made special mention of opening the bubbling well as you're emptying down into the legs. Yep. And when you settle back on the heels, if you open up that part of your feet and you relax the tension in the knees, you know, you can really feel that opening up and pouring into the earth. Yep. So yep. it's uh, that movement. It seems by design really yep. uh, accentuates that, uh, that, that process. That's right. So does so the Grand Tai Chi properly done as well. Yes, the Grand they're, Tai Chi. They're, they're probably similar. Grand Tai Chi and Carrot are calling. Yep. Yeah. They're both making heaven and earth connection if they're really done or helping to facilitate that if they're done correctly. Yeah. It was, it was interesting. Uh, you know, a lot of the people started to feel things that they had had difficulty with before once you coach them through it a little bit. Cool. Excellent. Yeah. So there's not really a question there. It was more like a just checking to see if that was accurate. Yes, I wanted I, I was going to ask you if that, that movement, the uh, you know, Grand Tai Chi was designed to to accentuate that with oh, yeah. the opening up the bubbling wells. Yeah, yeah, both both the upward connection, which we'll talk about and the, and the downward and the earth connection too. both. Yes. All right. Mark, were Mark, you trying to lean? He was. He wanted to ask or say something. <clears throat> yeah, I had a question for you. Um, uh, you stimulated when you stimulated when you were quoting the one guy about as high as heaven, as deep as earth. Yeah. Uh, so what I find is that students uh, that when they talk, you talk about like the yang, the heavy energy. You make mm -hmm. the body heavy. Right. And there's the body. Uh, so what they, what I find is they are, they do okay with the heavy, they struggle with the light. So yep. that is, that a, that's a heaven connection issue then or no? Most likely. Yeah. What happens is that you can teach people either the heaven energy, which a lot of people, that's kind of what they're tied into is they're out heads up in the clouds and they're out here and they've got this lightness and then you feel them for the, for the, for that yang, for the other aspect of, let's just call the upward connection. Yin. 
start filling in for that yang and they don't have heaviness and they can't get heaviness and they don't have good connection like that. And so they don't have, and so anytime they're trying to do anything, they've got too much collapse, which is a bad version of empty along with that heaven connection, which is a good version of the light by light. I mean, you know, not being weighted. And so what happens is, is that they don't have a good mixture. So it's not Tai Chi. It's really just, sort of cloudy upward energy with some collapse in it. And so it has a bunch of problems because of that in terms of the person actually gaining good energy and good. And then the other one is if they're doing that one the way I'm talking about all the time, next thing you know, you're talking to them and, the, and, you're, and you're talking to a space cadet. I'm like, why? Well, because their thoughts aren't collected. They're all kind of floating out there in a bad way. You know, there's a good float mm -hmm. and where it's connected and still proper Tai Chi and then there's a bad float. And so, they end up with the they end up with the bad one just because of the time that they put into it that way. Um, and so what happens when people are doing the rooting one is that they've got some some usually I mean they can get heavy where there's not really having connection so much and they're getting that and so they're going to have to work on that heavy separately like they did and then usually that light and then putting it together and I find that when people start putting it together that's when they start really getting what Tai Chi's like. And when they do either one, they haven't quite hit it yet, but they do, but you have to understand, but it is good to understand both qualities as well as you can separately and then really put them together and then trying to accentuate both. That's kind of the steps. And then a lot of times people will start with the one that's light and that's kind of the way historically that Tai Chi has been done. For us, I try to start typically with that root because I find that the light is not hard for people like you brought them in and said today we're going to do something different and you just do light stuff with them nope don't do any of your heavy tai chi stuff just float like you're a cloud right it's not that hard for people to start to get the hang of and tie into um but what happens is if they do that one and then you try to get them to go to heavy for whatever reason it becomes just really difficult for them to ever get heavy going on um and so i start with that with that heavier that that earth connection like that and then put in the 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 uh heaven qualities the other thing to know is that the light that truly light and agile energy is one of the more advanced like the real quote, high quality float it's one of the harder energies in tai chi i didn't realize that for the first 10 years probably that i was teaching and I, until I, but it hit me finally like I, there was nobody that could really get it and they could get the basic of it they could never get the higher level of it and with me banging my head against the wall just trying to teach it trying to teach it trying to teach it and people always with that thing where there was too much collapse in it too much bad empty as opposed to good empty and missing other kinds of connections and all that stuff so i switched it out and then people will pick it up a lot better now and I will add into that that historically that's how martial arts kind of work. That's the, the training progression for martial arts that have a softer component to them is they tend to start out very hard, but then it softens up over time, um, which I believe is more just a reflective of the fact that we all get older. Uh, and, you know, at a certain point, you have to, if you want to continue your development, you have to figure out how to soften up and do it with less exertion. Um, and, uh, and so that, like, there's a bunch of martial arts that do get a lot softer at the end that you might not think of as like soft martial arts, but it's because they go through that kind of a training progression. 
because it's the more that's really the more way more advanced people that usually have that softness in tai chi we're trying to hit the softness right away but that softness with that earth quality and then i'm going to talk to you some about the beginning aspects of where you start that for the heaven connection but then the actual float energy like i said i've learned the hard way that 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 takes a while people are going to be doing that for a while before they can really get start to get it I, that's been my experience of it that doesn't mean you wouldn't find an exceptional individual but that's from my experience of it, that's what that's going to be. Um, and they can get the basics okay, beginners can. It's it's getting the higher level one is, is a bear. It's, it's tough. Yeah. Hey, yeah, uh, this morning we're working on that higher level floating energy so that you can go ahead and fight with the, the ghost sort of fighting that no. you have to have it. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is that they were talking about being double weighted, that you can be double weighted, not just left and right, but upper okay. and lower. And that if you don't have the floating on top and the heavy on the bottom, you're double weighted. Yes. So that you're either so double that, in or double yang. Yes. And that's a, in a bad way. Yeah. Yeah. And, it has, and the errors cause problems. Yes. You actually exactly. need in Tai Chi. Part of the reason it didn't, it didn't concern me that much flipping those out is that if you said Tai Chi level one, you're supposed to kind of have those sort of separately. If you said Tai Chi level two, it would be those two things together. And then, and then up from two, three, four, five, six, all the way up to, you know, 10,000 steps out, they're supposed to be together. So mm -hmm. really the difference is in the beginning, which came, which one are you doing first? You know, the, that kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, and so I just found it was easier for people to kind of get both in terms of the higher level parts of it, the basics are, are simple enough in, in what they are. And most people teaching are familiar with that. The, uh, but to get it at a higher level, I found it was just easier to teach root first and then mm -hmm. to separate out the float, the proper float, and then to put them both together as opposed to trying to do float and then root. I find people just really struggle with that. Yeah. Um, I, I just had never thought of it as being double weighted. <laughs> I've actually said that before, but I'm, it may have been in with you, I mean, but it may have been with enough other information and covered briefly enough that it would have been easy to miss. Exactly. Yeah. But absolutely. Yeah. The double weighted error comes in when there's, if they're like the ones where they're doing, I'm, well, I'm doing the float and it's got that collapsed aspect going in. Yeah. That's double weighted on the end. On the end double weighted um, float, if you will, exactly. but, not, but not good float. It's the double weighted error makes it a problem. Anyways, yeah. Just being yeah. a matter of being ready to hear it. Yes, yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, our end or putting a little more time, like I said, I've probably said it as part of a number of other things being said at the same time where it wouldn't have jumped out versus if that's what's really being talked about in depth today, that's gonna stand out. So, yeah. Um, the other thing then is learning how to reach up and connect to heaven. And that begins with excellent Zhongding, central alignment, central equilibrium, and really having that going on. And I find that a lot of people have, they think they've got it because they get it at sort of the level one, but then they don't get anything more advanced than that. You know, they get the very beginner version of it and the very beginner version of it is at least you're standing up and down to some degree. But then there's all these little, little smaller things that have to really be right, because if they're not, then you either end up with misalignments on the structure itself, common, this is a common problem, like most 99% of the people out there are going to have this problem when they're uh, 
three to six month or less student. Um, and then once that's fixed, you still have internal issues, both tensions or gaps in connection uh, that are still affecting Zhongding enough, the central alignment, so that they can't really get proper upward connection because it's because they're disconnected within their body. So that has to be straight, <laughs> pun intended. First, actually pun was unintended, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, and so they have to get that Zhongding, that central alignment, and then they have to really get that head suspension kind of a thing and pulled up so that they're connected to the heaven energy. And this is one of the ones that's like, again, Yang Chen Fu's essential points, 10 essential points, it's one of them. Um, and it's also talked about quite a bit in other places. And it's one of the ones that a lot of the Tai Chi schools, not all of them, but a bunch of them, they kind of, that's one of the first earlier things that gets talked about. For us, uh, I used to do that. I still do it. I just don't do it as quickly now. I really tend to start with root connection first and I use the pull downward to help get those alignments correct. And once those alignments are correct, then we start talking about suspending the head in the proper way so that you can get the good yin and yang together at the same time connection that makes the Tai Chi. The, uh, and so it's learn how to reach up and connect to heaven and begin with excellent Zongding and then feel by feel, I don't mean like, oh, I feel the connection. Wow, you know, it's not a mental, I like this. It's, it's you're really physically feeling, is that happening? Is, are you plugged into that, right? And so feeling that connection. And now a word from our sponsor. What is internal power? Most people only understand external exerting power, which is another way of saying tense muscle strength. Bigger, more tense muscles equal more power. That's external power. Internal power comes from pretty much anything except tensing your muscles. There are many sources of internal power and tapping into them is more of a mind skill than anything else. This is where the phrase mind over matter comes from. My name is Richard Clear and internal power is what I do. Students come to me for the mind over muscle secrets of internal power that are hard to find anywhere else. Over the past 40 years, I figured out how to get students on the fast track to effortless power. I created a one-of-a-kind online program that is getting such amazing results for my students that I put a money-back guarantee on it. Find out more at internalpowerkeys.com. That's internalpowerkeys.com. Thank you. Anybody else? All right. So again, if you're interested in the kind of thing we're talking about and getting some exercises so that you can do this at home with a partner, even though neither one of you have trained it before, and we get into both aspects fully so that you can really get it and then putting them together, that would be the essential keys to internal power. There are other things in there besides this, but this part is covered in some depth. And that's at internalpowerkeys.com. It's a great course. It follows the training progression we're talking about, but it's, it's specific exercises at each step. Um, troubleshooting for, uh, for kind of common errors that people make, uh, more, uh, you know, more skill sets applied to help facilitate the three powers connections and then uh, you know, stuff to do with those connections and how to kind of use them. Uh, when you when you've got them on, it's a it's a really it's a really wonderful course. We we use that same training progression to do very elite level training with um, some of our kind of senior students 
um, and, and other, you know, dedicated students that way, but the, but the actual training progression and the information for training up that skill set is available at uh, internalpowerkeys.com. Cool. So, um, like I said, it used to be that, uh, and for my teaching too, that the having connections suspended from a string and all that was taught kind of first in the training. The other, the other reason that I, one of the other reasons that I quit making that our earlier training like that, and it's in there and it's still towards the front end, it's just not the first thing. Um, I found that a lot of folks today have their heads in the clouds in a bad way and they need more grounding, just generally speaking. And some of that, unfortunately, is the amount of time that the average human being today spends looking at screens. And what happens is if you're if you're if you were not looking at screens and you're aware of what's around you, you would spend more time in your own mind, brain and body with introspection and that kind of a thing and kind of collected and together. And even though your mind could look out and you would perceive things, you have a pretty good communication inner to outer. What happens with the screens is that your mind is always out there. And it's out there in the in the phone thing or the device. It's out there at the screens like what we're on now talking to you. It's on there for the TV. It's on there for all the stuff. And every there are I've met more than a few people now over the year over the last few years. Their mind is so out there that they're actually having. Uh, I'm not a doctor. I'm not giving you doctor advice. I'm not medically psychiatrically evaluating anyone or any of that kind of stuff. But they're having mental problems that are seem to be a product of their mind is just always outside their body out here somewhere and so they really need to get some more time inside and down and through and the rooting does that versus if you start that person off with heaven connection they may have some of it going on pretty quick but it still comes with that mental airy uh you know uh for lack of a better way to put it um scattered um, mindset that, that really is not conducive to, to mental, physical health. Um, anyways, they need more grounding. And the other thing that I found, and this, is, this has happened with a couple of the, again, people, is that they tend to get mentally void in an ill kind of a way due to not grounding. And so what I've done is I've had them ground and then I see them start to like, oh man, you know, I'm starting to feel kind of better. But as soon as they relax out of it, they go right back into like their mind being out there and kind of scattered and, and disconnected from their body. Um, and so that's, uh, I don't find, you know, I know that's not healthy. It's obvious when you're talking to them because they're saying stuff that's either out from outer space or, or that's just, they can't hold coherent thoughts for more than, you know, 10 seconds. Sorry, uh, Sheila or Harry, Harry. Okay, thank you, Sifu. Um, one of the other things that I like about the way we uh, in Clear Tai Chi teach root right up front from basically day one is that it also helps me um, as a teacher get the students to understand that you can feel things that they weren't aware that they could ever feel. Now, this is slightly advanced, but not really. I've, I've had a lot of success getting my students pretty early on feeling this. Once I've got them actually doing some rooting and, and they get over the fact that it's not a physical up and down that, that you know, maybe there's a hair of that in the beginning. But then, yeah, but then it's inside and inside and you keep going and you keep going. 
uh, I have them step apart from me. And we stand in our Wuji posture. And pretty quickly, I can get them to feel when they're lower than me or I'm lower than them, they're lower than me without any touching. And then I get to go, ha ha. So what is that? It is energetic and not just physical. And you're able to feel that, which sets them up on the right mindset for training as we continue to go. And, and they learn yeah. to feel things. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Sheila? Yeah, actually, I was going to say something similar to what Harry just said. Um, just that instead of thinking about the screens, um, it's just... Uh, what I've seen in some studios when, you know, you've got the space to go and do your class, there's, there's oftentimes one wall that has mirrors on it, you know, if you're in a gymnasium and that sort of thing. Um, and when I have students that I'm taking through the paces, like what Harry was describing, um, I have them turn their back to the mirror, because if they're facing the mirror, a lot of times they're sort of, you know, separated from themselves, because they're more, they're more looking at the image than feeling inside. So that was what I was going to mention. <laughs> and the rest of the story was like Carrie's, <laughs> but with the mirror, yeah. <laughs> yeah, some of, the, some of the greatest like breakthrough moments that I've seen people have uh, coming through the school and the different workshops and stuff have been when they really feel root below the ground like that. And when they, when they really are getting it, it's, it's, it's unmistakable. And, uh, and, you know, because we use the push hands method that we do, there's lots of ways, like really easy, handy, quick ways to kind of be like, yep, I really am below you, see? And, or, you know, oh, nope, I guess that didn't work. I better sink more. And, uh, and when people really first get that and they're really feeling that going on below the ground and then they see the physical like results of it, um, it's like mind blowing for, for a lot of folks. Um, it's really, it's, it's life changing, I will say. Um, some, because some of them, it's not so much mind blowing. It's just, it's more just like, I never thought I would be able to do that. But, um, but some of the greatest kind of breakthrough moments at like chi level skill, um, that I've seen have been with that root energy. Cool. Yep. And yeah, yep. Yep. So, so go ahead. Question. So Harry, when you were talking about dropping the root and having the student feel whether his root was lower than yours or the your root was lower. Did I misunderstand you? Did you say you were doing that without touching? Yes, yes. You can stand in front of someone. Actually, you can do it from across the room, but that's still more advanced. You can stand right in front of your training partner and you can feel there's a sensation that's kind of hard to put into words, but there's a sensation going on down there where you feel the root of yourself and the other person. And when somebody drops root, so if this is, uh, this is weird with backward on the uh, thing here. So if this is my root and this is my partner's root and I drop root, they kind of fall in a little bit and, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And you learn to let them feel that sensation and you may have to repeat it a few times, but I almost almost never have had a situation where a student just absolutely couldn't feel that. And then they go, whoa, that's pretty cool. And then it just opens up their world even more. Okay. And then when when you drop your when he drops his root a little bit below, he can feel you sort of he can actually see him move towards him a little yes. bit. And okay. he can 
inside his body, his root drop will be the other person to get attracted to that. Now that's that's also another good point about it being visual too. Is I'll have the other students that are you know while we're doing this watch, and the, right. and many times like oh I could see it oh I could see it. So yeah, it's very effective. Cool. Like Thank that. you. We do that, and that's and I hadn't thought about it in the context that you're talking about, but it, it does convey some things. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Ty, you were writing some stuff there. Um, talk about some of that. No, I, I just wanted to thank Sheila uh, about the mirror thing, is that I quite often catch students basically trapped in the mirror, whether it's doing okay. the form or anything else. And that I have to go ahead and make sure they have their back turned to the mirror on a regular basis. Yep. I have so, so Ty, just think that would make just an incredible science fiction movie where these guys I don't Tai Chi in front of a mirror and suddenly you know yes. they get <laughs> The, uh, I, I will say that the um, uh, I've talked before about working with groups of beginners that are at different kinds of stages of their development and how much where you stand and where you position them is a factor in that. And that is one of the factors that as they get, you know, as they get to where they can kind of lead the form um, and they don't have to be watching me anymore, then I don't want them watching themselves either, <laughs> you know, all the time anyways. Some of the applications of Heaven Connection include light and agile qualities, uh, de-stressing. You know, if somebody's got too much stress and you start to consolidate that, that can be a problem. So then Heaven Connection to let go of those extra stresses. Can, it can actually, if somebody's got a tension headache, if they can connect upward enough into the float, they can actually use it to move the tension headache out. Um, usually people have to be trained a little bit in some of the float or some of that upward connection in order to be able to use that. In other words, if they're in the middle of the tension headache and they haven't learned anything about that, that's gonna to be tough or, or not doable. But if they already have that and you can help them get them there, or when you have that energy really well, one of the things that our, a number of our teachers can do and it's in the curriculum, is to be able to take your float, share that float with the other person so that then you're able to facilitate that process inside of them, even though you're the one that's doing the energy right now. Um, so getting rid of tension headaches, helping you to decompress your spine. So there's the stretch downwards and on the upward, it's sort of an opening up the other way and gets some of that compression that happens through life off of the spine a little bit. And it's really healthy for you that way too. And obviously it's better posture and better range of motion and those kinds of things. Any other, any other things you found for those of you that put a little more time into this, some of that having connection stuff. Um, any other things you found that you're able to use it for or that it's done for you? It may not apply to the majority of people that are watching this, but like for the people who are working on the 48 form with the fist under elbow, when you're making that turn, if you don't have a really good connection up, it's very hard to make that turn. That's right. You cannot... You cannot do it correctly. It feels like it collapses into itself and breaks yes. stress all over the place unless you keep the good heaven with it. The uh, if, With the good heaven and earth together, you get really nice basic Pung, uh, an aspect of Pung Jing, 
if you're or the or the actual Peng Jing, if you're missing one of those two, either the heaven or the earth, it might be Peng by shape, so Peng Li, or it'll be Peng. It might be even be Peng Chi, just coming off of um, you know you being able to feel the energy inside your body. But there's a big difference when it's heaven and earth together, and you're doing that properly for the for the Peng itself. I will also say that there are sometimes so so there's a lot of kinds of stress that the uh, that the heaven connection can kind of relieve that, um, that and, and can, can you know help a lot with uh, and release and relax and all of that. The um, uh, there is another kind of stress that's just kind of like too much going on and too much energy and too up and uh, I can't you know rooting's better on that and re yeah rooting tends to be better and they carry the cauldrons and grand tai chi's will settle that and kind of calm it and bring it back in like we talked about before um, help you become get you grounded as the as the popular song right now keeps saying <laughs> there's a song out where the dude's talking about being grounded mostly. I think it's hip hop would probably be the category. You can tell how much pop culture I'm connected to these days. Anyways. Yeah. All right. Any other? So proper heaven connection can help you turn on uh, higher E mind and mind functions and spirit shen functions, but only if the proper foundation training is trained, otherwise it just really can cause you some problems and won't, and there'll be the errors within it and the scattered mind stuff, as opposed to being really focused with some ability, which is what you want. You want that really focused with ability. And so the proper heaven connection can help you do that and turn on those E and Shen functions. But the proper foundation training uh, has to be there Otherwise it, otherwise, it just can cause issues. One of the things, and again, Ty can speak to this better, that I find for PTSD is that there's been a malfunction or an interruption or an injury or a trauma to, again, I'm not a medical health person or any of that or giving you medical advice here in that way. Um, but there's been that kind of a trauma or a problem to those areas. And so when they go to connect, it triggers that stuff instead of making it so that the person can, and so like the grounding is gonna to help to be more placid, more relaxed, more um, collected and together. And then that with some of that other proper heaven connection at the same time for the proper Tai Chi is helping the person to be able to go in and work on that stuff. And again, I want to let you speak to that because I know you train those folks and I've, I've worked with a couple people over the years, but not like what you're doing. Well, what I find and I, I, I tease my guys is that with PTSD, um, a lot of the army guys, they have um, anxiety and they close in. Marines, we have rage. And um, so when I find that the people who have rage then grounding and the earth energy is better. If they have anxiety, they've already closed in on themselves. And then I have to go ahead and have more of the universal heaven energy. And of course, do the forms nice, really big, you know, and really open so that it brings them outside of themselves and it helps with the anxiety. 
Okay. Cool. Yeah. I will add, uh, not that I have particular like anxiety issues or anything, but I'll echo something that Sheila said earlier, alluded to earlier, that I find that rooting also helps my own, just my my kind of self-confidence, like the, the play that we do and the, and the extra power that you know it gives you and the ability to like, when you're going, when you're pushing with someone who's kind of tough and stronger than you or whatever, and you root and you can kind of hang out there and there's nothing they can really do to you, it gives you a very calm cool collected kind of sense of integrity like nothing can touch you and it's you know it's not quite that but it's but it, it it's towards that it, it it feels it feels really kind of calming and it's just like I, why should i care about this and uh and so the two things together you know again it's the, the whole point of what we're talking about today is really the the yin and the yang together applied correctly um you know that's it gives you all the benefits. Um, that's you know, that's what the three powers is really. About. It's it's best in balance, yeah. right? And you need both heaven and earth. And one of the interesting things that uh, somebody who hasn't done it wouldn't know is that they would think, okay, so I've got the heaven part, I've got the earth part, and I'm in the middle, and then that sort of mixing is that when they're really connected properly, and this is done. Each one of them, the heaven energy charges up the earth energy and the earth energy charges up the heaven energy and it's cycling to do that in the yin-yang shape that you see it, thinking of as a three-dimensional ball that is moving and interchanging like that. And you're building and you're getting that energy internally that then becomes true vitality um, that you can, but you can tangibly feel and know that you have. And so it, and so in that case, you need both and you need them in good balance. And so you do actually have to train them both. And we start off with, uh, with, uh, with that youngish, uh, from the way I'm talking about it here, heavy earth energy first, where you get your, your basics on the other thing, but then for putting them together, then we come in with the heaven energy and then it's put them together and go this other route. And again, the exercises for that, are in the internalpowerkeys.com for how to really do that. Yeah, yeah, and it's um, and each one has its benefits, and especially if there are natural imbalances that you're trying to work out, you want to be able to do them independently, um, and they're very, very helpful independently. But then when you you know then it becomes something that's just like anything else in our the tai chi that we do or in the healing that we do is that you really want to be towards the middle you don't want to be overextended one way or another um you know like you just said in balance and the, and so to to kind of work on the individual pieces there's a bunch of exercises in the essential keys of internal power there's a bunch of exercises for root where it starts um and well actually with zhong ding which we talked about first and a little bit on that and a little bit on making sure your alignments are good and how to root more and how to let that pull you into better alignment and then following the progression and then working on the light and then adding them together and then troubleshooting again and then more root and then more heaven connection and uh you know better and more um and so to, if you if you're interested in the three powers uh, it's one of the more i'll say one of the more famous kind of things about tai chi that's kind of out there and so I know a lot of people have heard about that. They, they might not necessarily uh, know how to get it. They may even know what it is or what it's supposed to be, but not really how to get it going on. And the essential keys of internal power will get it going on. Step by step, by step, step, one, by one step. step at a time. Yep. It's how you eat the elephant.
one bite at a time. One bite at a time. And then once you've got the one, then you go to the next lesson and it gets you the next part and then like that. So as at internalpowerkeys.com. Internalpowerkeys.com. Both heaven and earth together help you to develop better ting, really sensitivity, and then whole body sensitivity like that. Better E, including ability to focus anywhere inside of yourself, hence the internal healing capabilities, and the ability then with a partner um, to be able to focus anywhere inside of them through any point of contact and eventually not having to be in contact. The, uh, it also really, the heaven and earth together really gets better respiratory and vascular health. You're getting whole body breathing when those connections are really made properly and you're, and you're in the proper body state. Um, and so it's a lot healthier and it makes it so that your breath is a lot more uh, comprehensive in your whole body. And, that, and then the benefits that come off of that, just the difference in the way the average person feels once they've learned how to do that and even done it for a couple minutes as opposed to somebody that hasn't done that. It is noticeably different, noticeably improved better. Um, it also gives you more comprehensive ting, which is that sensitivity and E from head to toe. So it's not just all out of your head or at the point of contact from your hand. It helps you to get it everywhere. Yeah, and with this better internal connection, and then when you start getting the other more advanced Tai Chi things, the ability to make those a whole lot more comprehensive and what the art is supposed to be. And so I want to give you guys any time to add into any of that. And then that's, that's pretty much the end of my notes for it. So that's what I have for today. But there, I know there's other stuff we can easily talk about with all this. So if I can, if I can just throw in for a second for, First, I'd like to say that, Matt, if you can send me a copy of this podcast today after we're done, <laughs> this was almost exactly, you know, the, the, the way the class went last night. Um, I was trying to explain to, to, to the different students that, uh, you know, the, a lot of people get caught up in this. Well, I know the Tai Chi form. You know, I had two new students uh-huh. and <laughs> they said, well, I. I know the Tai Chi form. And I was like, hold on one second. Oh, that's okay. So yeah, so what he's saying, part of what he's saying there is that they've got choreography. Yes. And they thought choreography was Tai Chi. And yeah. <laughs> and and then there's so much to gain when you when you tie into the powers and you know the earth power that the the heaven power universal power and and when you're able to control it and and have it sorry have it run your body it's a whole different thing so that was uh you know uh, as ty mentioned about and mad about the the different attributes the different qualities the different way people are affected you know you can tell People that are very trusting and they're very, you know, they're, they're not aware of so much of the things around them where they have a lot of that upper universe power energy. Mm-hmm. And then you can, you know, you can tell street fighters and brawlers that come in, you know, guys that grew up in tough neighborhoods, you know, they tend to be, they have that, that earth energy 
yeah. tied in pretty good. And, and people that have been a victim of a crime, uh, they, they tend to be very tight and, you know, they, they need to open up more. And <laughs> so, so a lot of these things do, uh, do come into play when you're, you know, trying to coach somebody along and look at their form and see, you know, where the, where the, uh, the excesses lie and where the deficiencies are. Well, and for the internal push hands, um, ideally folks would spend some time where it's just, let's see what's going on when we're really working on the three powers there, you know, the heaven, the heaven and earth both connected and on, and, and then the mixing in the person. And then where both people are working on that and working on getting the best three powers uh, that they can get um, three as the one guy said, the three treasures, but anyways, um, the, uh, but really doing it where you're working on, on the heaven, earth and human stuff going on in both people and then competing to see who's kind of got that going on the best and all that and really feeling that. And then playing the game with somebody who's not doing that once you and your partner have been playing like that for a minute, because the difference will be very noticeable right away. I was just going to say that uh, what Jim was saying about uh, people who have done the external martial arts, the tending to be more probably heavy and having a harder time connecting, that probably has something to do with my students because they're all ex-Karai Jiu-Jitsu people. That's probably why they have a little bit of trouble with that. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then I wanted to thank Ty for uh, talking about the anxiety and the rage. Uh, that was very helpful. Cool. See you, Jim. Sheila? Uh, yeah, I was just going to mention that um, recently I had some students contact me. I used to teach uh, Yang 24, and um, they're like, I kind of want to get back into it. I, I really remember feeling so much better when I was practicing my Tai Chi. And I said, well, we won't be doing that form in class. I said, but you're more than welcome to apply these principles to any form you have. And, um, you know, until I got into this uh, system for Clear's Tai Chi, I didn't realize, you know, the, the, the form, I, I wouldn't go so far as to say it's incidental because there are a lot of important things that happen in the form, but it's not, it's not what it's about. And so um, anyone who's listening to this that hasn't tried, you know, applying principles to whatever, I mean, you could be mowing the lawn or washing dishes um, <laughs> and applying these principles and you're still going to get a lot of benefit. And yep. so the form is, is there, you know, to give you sort of a structure within which to work on these things. It's not the end all of everything just to do the form. A lot of times I'll have people when they first get having an earth connections going on, it's like, okay, now just walk with it. And they're like, like what special kind of walk? No, I mean, keep those on and make that your thing and now walk. And you might walk a little differently because you're keeping the things on but it's not that you're trying to fit that into choreography. Now you're trying to find out what way of walking is most conducive to keeping the three powers on and working for you. Yeah. And I think that's, that's when it really starts making a difference in your life is when you make that connection of what we're doing in class and bring it into everything you do all day long. Yeah. That's when you really start getting the benefits. So I encourage anyone to, to give it a go. Uh,
Yeah, and then 3D Powers is a great one to get going on. It is really very fundamental to every aspect of what we do in Clear Tai Chi. It's, it's fundamental to uh, the martial power, as we've talked kind of a fair bit about. It's fundamental to just chi manipulation and chi movement. And a lot of health, a lot of health benefits that the Tai Chi supposedly has. If you're really doing three powers well, it's not that you're going to get everything, but you're going to feel a bunch of things that are going to be noticeably improved from what not uh, from doing that versus not doing that. For your own personal health and the and your healing ability, our healing program is really uh, built around the ability to maintain those heaven mm -hmm. earth connections while you're working. And uh, the marrow washing even is a heaven earth connected exercise it's just it's constant throughout every important piece of you know what we do and so uh yeah so so get that going on um and you can get it going on at internalpowerkeys.com cool anybody else anything else that you wanted to add today or parts this all right well uh should wrap up our our jacking at you for today and uh, hopefully it was useful to you folks at home and remember uh, internalpowerkeys.com and um, have a great weekend or until next time we see and hear from you any of you on the call that are wanting to talk to me to stay on after we end the recording here and more next time great seeing y'all thanks everybody thank you Sifu. take care everyone have a good weekend you too and now, a word from our sponsor. Is chi real? The word chi is the Chinese word for energy. And energy is everywhere, all around us. Physics says so. The question is not, does energy exist? Because of course energy exists. The real question is, what forms of energy can human beings tap into and use? My name is Richard Clear, and internal power is what I do. After over 40 years of continuous study and research, I created a one-of-a-kind online program that my students are raving about. In it, I revealed the secrets of effortless internal power. The program has had so much success, I decided to take it to the public. In fact, the results are so powerful that I put a money-back guarantee on it. Find out more about this incredible program at internalpowerkeys.com.